Hello and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Art Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR. Your main proprietor at the Ten Cars Tavern blog, Discord server, Mimi group, Facebook group, Twittering, Instagram, and YouTube.com backward slash Eric Tenkar. There you go. Backward slash E-R-I-K-T-E-N-K-A-R. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, you'll catch all our live streams that Mike and I do on Wednesday nights. You'll catch the ones that uh, Joe the Lawyer and myself are going to be doing every other Friday night. I do some occasional ones during the week. Uh, love having a live audience. Tomorrow night. So if you're listening to this, I am recording this on December 22nd, Tuesday night, 2020. Tomorrow night, the 23rd. Wednesday at 8 p.m., Mike and Liz Stewart will be our guests. It should be a pissa, I tell you, a pissa. So, please, join us. What am I going to talk about today? Well, I'm sure this will probably come up a little bit tomorrow, but Ben Mike sent me uh, a p.m. earlier. And it's a listing of uh, D&D-related items that have sold recently on eBay. I don't know how recently. I guess. Uh, this is, I guess, uh, date here says December 20th. I'm lost of stuff. All right. So, original wood grain Dungeons & Dragons box went for over four. $15,000 lost and I'm going to fuck this one up lost Tomoachin Collector's Edition the AD&D Adventure went for over 10000 Dwarven Glory by We Warriors now you've probably seen reprints of that an original went for over 4100 uh, original adventure Eye of the Dragon which I never even heard of 2700 chainmail. I'm assuming it's a first print over two grand. I mean, heck, a first print Holmes edition DD basic box set went for over a thousand. These prices are stunning, they, they really, really are. And I think a lot of that is because we are getting, well, we're getting older gamers. We've always had them, right? You have to collect this. But the thing is, the people that are older have been collecting, I, I don't think that they're getting more disposable income. I think they've probably snagged most of what they've been looking for. I'm not saying that there's some stuff that you go, ooh, 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 I'd like that to fill my collection. But I think that we, this is that new generation. These are these, quote, fifth edition gamers that are coming into the hobby. More people in the hobby dries up prices. And it's going to drive up prices not just for the high-end stuff. It's going to drive up prices for what historically had been lower-end products on eBay. I, I mean, I think I've told this story before, but... Um, I got two sealed boxes. Uh, one was the Empire of the Petal Throne, 
or probably of the pedal throne. Yeah. But in any case, I had that. Got it sealed. Original shrink. The shrink was damaged. The box was partially crushed. Uh, but it was original shrink. And the insides were immaculate. How do I know? So they opened that shit up. And how much did I get that for? Less than 90 bucks. Now, this is going back probably close to 10 years. I don't even know if you grab, even in, in a banged-up box, original shrink for under grand these days. The D&D uh, 25th edition box set, I also snagged that in wrap. Uh, it didn't stay wrapped. And that's my problem, okay? Am I a collector to some extent? Yes, I am. I, I liked it, but I, I'm a collector. I just want something that's readable. I want a reading copy, okay? I don't need pristine. I'm not looking to have uh, my D&D museum, right? I'm not looking to, I don't know, show off my collection. Do I like people to say, hey, I have, I don't know, Ken St. Andre. And, I'm, and, of course, I'm bringing up Ken St. Andre on the uh, night of the longest night. Uh, Ken would usually host the uh, longest night hangout. I don't know if he's doing that this year. He got uh, wrecked in a car accident. And he's recovered very well from it, all things considered. But I don't, I don't, I don't recall if he was hosting it this year. But I mean, I have his his personal copy of the second edition of Tales and Trolls. It is beat to shit. It doesn't even have a rear cover. But to me, it's a prized possession. Now I'm sure somebody out there has a pristine second edition uh, that looks a lot better. And to me, it doesn't hold up that same weight. I've got uh, two copies of the orange box set of Tunnels and Trolls 5th edition. That's the UK edition. Or there's a couple of box sets from the UK, but that was the UK. Those boxes have like no shelf life. Those pointers are all busted. That being said... Don't care. It's cool to have. So, if I could find, I don't know, a wood grain box that's beat the shit, but the corner's blown out, I'd be really happy to pick it up for next to nothing. But there's even that can be not. There's no next to nothing pricing on it. This this is a hobby that has not gone the route or the route of. Uh, of comics, right? Comics, the the market fell out on that. Gaming, the market fell out with the D20 implosion. Now, if you're a long-time comic book collector, um, you will you might remember the DC explosion. This is pretty much when I started collecting comics. And that's when comic books went from uh, 35 cents to 50 cents. But they went from 17 pages to 25 pages and Oh, great. You're going to get so much more for your money. Lasted, I think, two or three issues. And then they had to implode. And prices went back to 40 cents. And lines got canceled. And stories read like shit for a couple of months. Because they took 25-page stories and knocked them down to 20. You know, and tried to make the story make sense. It didn't always work. Um, 
gaming RPGs had that with the D20 implosion. And uh, I don't think we've talked enough about that. Uh, I remember uh, I was away from gaming during that time, but I still read. Man, I wasn't actively gaming. I, I left active gaming for uh, over 10 years in, in 97. But I was still a gamer at heart. And I wasn't, you know, the internet wasn't what we got now when the D20 implosion happened. And that's when everybody and their mother was publishing under that D20 label, figuring, uh, we're going to make a million bucks. And that worked initially because people were so excited to be able to buy stuff. And then the market imploded. Okay. Um, it was a horrible, horrible time. And it was a lot of, of shit and a lot of stuff that wasn't worth the paper was printed on. That stuff is never going to show up on on these eBay pages where it's like you look at it and you go, oh my God, who paid $10,000 for it? No. No. That's the stuff where somebody goes, oh my God, who paid $55 for 27 hardcover RPG books? I did. And when I got them and I realized what I had, I literally got the box. I ripped it open in my backyard. And as I'm pulling out, like, a hardcover describing one fucking magic item, uh, I'm going, I, I, I lost money on this deal. Because there was stuff that immediately went into the garbage. And that that's, that's it. So you don't get into this hobby looking to make money, whether it's creating or buying. Your, your your books aren't going to go up in value. There's collectibles out there for sure, but, you know, my original player's handbook that my mother got me back in 1980 is maybe worth cover price or maybe a little bit more. It's beat the hell, but it's got, it's where I get my signatures now. I get my autographs from people in the, in the gaming community, big and small, that's what I have been signed because that's what has meaning to me. So I do find it interesting that a lot of stuff is going for uh, mega bucks, but uh, I find out for when it comes to gaming material, gaming collectibles, it's the emotional attachment, not the dollar attachment, that that has more meaning to me at least. I wonder what it has for you. What do what do you find? What what do, what do you find more meaningful? The emotional attachment. I mean, I have emotional attachment to my tunnels and trolls stuff, and I didn't necessarily ever use it in the game. But I really do have a, a fondness for tunnels and trolls and the whole thought process behind it. So I'd like to hear what you think. Remember tomorrow night, the Stewarts, Liz and Mike, Mike and Liz. We're going to get at least one of them to drop an F-bomb. All right. Probably won't be Liz, but we'll work on it. Um, I am not a medical professional. I make no attempt to be one. We are in the midst of the pandemic. Um, use your common sense. You got to keep yourself healthy and keep your extended friends, family, your circle healthy, right? So take precautions. Be safe, be well, God bless, roll those dice, and I will talk with you all Along with Bad Mike, Liz and Mike, 
Oh my God, we're gonna have two mics. Two mics in the house. Um, talk with you all tomorrow. Later, folks.